0: Hi, how are you?
1: I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves
0: podcast. I am Dana
1: Powell. And I am Jessica Young. And we, and are, we here are here to here too. Rant, and rant and rave. Rant and
0: rave. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to sound like a train wreck. Also, I was already <laughs> laughing before we even started because <laughs> I just want to let the listeners know this is where I come from. I was laughing so hard because I said I think I'm funny and I make myself laugh. It was like <laughs> a triple brag uh, some kind of weird brag some
1: really weird flex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> times 3.
0: I but you know what I am funny. I do make myself
1: laugh. <laughs> <laughs> of something stupid. self-confidence know. is a virtue is it yes <laughs>
0: there's only a few things i'm confident about actually there's one thing i'm confident about and that is that i make myself laugh
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> jessica how was your week it.
1: it was good you know what no uh No real complaints. It was pretty darn good.
0: That is lovely. Yeah.
1: Oh, I will tell you one highlight. My Mm -hmm. God, you're probably going to say you've been there. I have not. I feel like I went to one of the true treasures of our city. Oh. Have you ever been to Yamashiro in Hollywood?
0: Yes, for breakfast? Uh Uh-huh. Yes, because the griddle...
1: Yes, that's where I went.
0: It does a takeover for breakfast. It is stunning. <laughs> Our f- sweet friend Tom took me there for my birthday. And I felt like he took me on some kind of vacation getaway. Thank I was you. like, this almost feels wrong. It's so beautiful. And so, I'm like, another man.
1: <laughs> for real though. Yeah. There's no better view of Los Angeles, period. To your left, you see the observatory, you Mm -hmm. see the mountains in the distance covered with snow, you see downtown, you see the center of the city heading south, and then you can literally see the ocean to your right. Absolutely. And then right
0: beneath you, did you sit
1: outside?
0: Yes. Of course. Yeah. I I don't know why I even asked that at this moment. (laughs) Hashtag Omicron. (laughs) But anyway, right below you is that big, um, is it a bell or a Buddha? I'm trying to remember. It's been, you know, a while since I've been there. So there's a street. Did you see the street, like the little alley street, right beneath the tables? Like it's a straight drop down. Yes, yes, yes. So they have a market there once a month, a food truck market. I know. And then to the left of that, there's a big Buddha, I believe, Mm -hmm. inside one of the little temple Open air temple things. It's just stunning, basically, is what I'm saying.
1: It's so beautiful. For any of you who've seen Kill Bill, they filmed a lot of it in the restaurant, which is a giant, gorgeous pagoda. Hello. We all know how much I love Asian architecture and decor.
0: (laughs) Yes. I did not know that they filmed that there. And now. I'm mad because it was a pandemic, so I didn't go inside. I couldn't see – I haven't seen inside. I've only been outside.
1: Well, I went in to go to the bathroom, and you need to go back to see it because the inside dining room Mm -hmm. is around a freaking Japanese garden with a babbling brook and koi pond and Mm -hmm. these trees coming out – I seriously, my friends were like, okay. And I was there for a friend's birthday and I didn't know the other people that were there for his birthday. They probably thought I was a lunatic, but I was like, I'm, I'm almost going to cry. I mean, it was that beautiful.
0: That's exactly how I felt too. <gasps> because I remember I kept saying, God, this is stunning because we went early in the morning mm-hmm. and cause I'm a morning person now. <laughs> 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 and, um, it was kind of still cloudy, especially yep. on that side of the hill. When you're over the hill, mm-hmm. uh, the marine layer is still coming sure. in, you know. But it, I could see so far. It was just like patches of rolling in. You could see everything. There was just like this glow, like a mm-hmm. blue glow. It wasn't like gray. It was right. a blue glow. And I just kept saying how stunning it was. And finally
1: Thomas was like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably annoyed he's like yeah you we were like, gonna talk about up. this much yeah i would have just brought you to waffle house
0: right stop acting like you're so special Jeez.
1: um
0: no it's it was too- built and also in- go ahead
1: it was built in 1914 wow that yes. is so
0: uncommon for la we don't I have a, a ton of architectural history no wow. now i want to go
1: back for dinner right I mean it's Well, oh, and if anybody
0: if anybody knows if you've ever visited Los Angeles or you've lived here, The Griddle was an iconic mm-hmm. breakfast place on Sunset Boulevard and I remember when I first moved here someone took me there. I had I had only been there once previous to Yamashiro or maybe twice. But anyway, I remember someone took me there when I first moved here and I was like, why are all their pictures on the wall? Because they had headshots of all their their servers.
1: Oh, <laughs> And
0: that was the first time I had ever seen anything Hilarious. like that. And I laughed so hard. I was like, that's hysterical. It's like a real estate agent with an ad on a bus bench. <laughs> Little did I know I was li- now living in a city where that was the norm. At least for a time. It's not now, but there was a time when <laughs> <laughs> people – or like Gold's Gym – has all their trainers headshots up. It's just weird.
1: Uh, hilarious. <laughs> A little side note for our little Hollywood corner and people <laughs> that we know. You know Sushi Dan on Ventura? Sure. Okay, so they used to have, like, you know how a lot of places have, like, any celebs that have come in, whether it's, like, a car wash, that's yes. a big one out here, yeah. or a or restaurant or whatever, right? Or a whatever,
0: right? mat or, yes. Uh-huh. They
1: have the celebs, right, from yesteryear and even today. And well, they sushi... have
0: autographs. Yes. Yes.
1: So Sushi Dan had a wall, uh-huh. like, in the center of the dining room of celebrities. Well, two people that we know added their picture to that. And I laughed so hard that I almost wet my pants. Aaron Krebs, and it was either, and I know there's a difference, or two different men, but they both have the same name. I don't remember if it was Sean Casey or Sean Monahan. These are yes. friends of Dana and I who that own the Westside is... Comedy Theater in Los Angeles. They're all amazing, talented actors, and started Mission Improbable.
0: And Sean Casey is now. There's a new theater the in Glendale
1: um, the Glendale room. Glendale yes. room. Yes. Those fools. <laughs> I love those guys. Their headshots that they signed up there. Like I remember, I spit my drink out because I just looked That's up and I'm like,
0: hilarious.
1: That really, really
0: makes me laugh. I love surprises like that. That reminds me, this is like times a thousand. But do you remember, we have a mutual friend named Zabeth Russell. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) do you remember when someone was traveling, I think in Germany, and realized that there was a picture of her?
1: The Euros ad.
0: The Euros ad is all over the world, but not in America because nobody ever paid her.
1: It was from a photo shoot for her improv team trophy wife where they did a 12 month calendar and Zabeth reenacted like a woman holding a euro, and it just says euros underneath, like totally typical of something you would see in Greece, right? Right. And yes, it, somebody used that image. It went viral and it's not a stock image, but That's- it was used like one in Europe. Yes. And saw her on billboards and the side of restaurants. It's effing hilarious.
0: It makes me laugh so hard. (laughs) My immediate thought was, boy, I don't know if I if I knew I was a little bit famous, I might jet out (laughs) of (laughs) here.
1: move to Europe, become a Euros model.
0: Exactly. You know me. I'm (laughs) the Euros girl.
1: (laughs) I love it.
0: I would not be mad. I nope. also, like, I'm at a point in my life, too, where I'm like, I also wouldn't be mad at a diarrhea medication commercial. Uh, it
1: on. You want me to peddle your hemorrhoid cream? That's
0: Exactly. I'll say I got herpes. I'll look dead down the barrel of that <laughs> camera. I just want to work.
1: <laughs> you guys, this is not a joke. The first time Dana and I ever met about the podcast and we talked about the idea of sponsorship and ads, I'm like, you know what, at this point in my life? I will uh, peddle hemorrhoid cream if that's what it takes. (laughs) I I stand by my word, okay? Three years later, we're looking at you, Preparation H.
0: (laughs) Three years later and we still don't have ads.
1: (laughs) Not a sponsor, but you could be.
0: You could be.
1: Oh my god! Oh, yeah. Okay, this is a perfect segue into uh, my rant since okay. we're talking about restaurants and yes. shenanigans.
0: <laughs> we know that's what gets <laughs> under your skin. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you guys, Dana and I live in sunny Southern California. Now, it may get cold here; it may dip below sixty degrees from time to time.
0: That's freezing to me.
1: That's freezing. But normally not enough to warrant heaters, indoor or out. Yeah, I said it.
0: Okay, we're going to have to agree to disagree. But at this point, I, I mm-hmm. agree to hear you out.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My rant mm-hmm. is people who complain that it's t- about being too cold, either inside or outside of a restaurant. Well, I, I, I have some like- advice for you.
0: Your impersonation, and it goes you too, Dana. Your impersonation. It seems to say to me that you're not a fan of those people. So please continue. <laughs> you know what I want to
1: say to those people, Dana, and do to you hmm. too? Hmm. Bring a sweater. <laughs> okay. I like sitting in the crisp air. Of fall or winter. Okay. Okay. In fact, I live for it. We don't get four seasons here. Give me my freaking cool breeze on an evening out with a cocktail in hand or some warm spinach artichoke dip that I just manifested from Houston's that I haven't been to in years. Uh But a friend sent me the mock recipe from a TikTok and now I can't stop thinking about it. my God.
0: (laughs) 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 Okay. You know, all of that description, I completely agree with. I I, I can handle that. I I like that. I think you're
1: going to agree with this, too. Okay. I don't need to have my face melted off like the guy at the end of the Raiders of the Lost Ark when they open the Ark of the Covenant and his (laughs) face melts off, which is how I feel when I'm within 20 feet of a goddamn outdoor heater. Okay. Okay.
0: Toke. You were trying to refer to Toke. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that his name, Toke? Uh, I we it will be post- we will be posting this week the Time and Sunday Company for our main our photo shoot that I dressed as Toke. What? And you will be shocked. You will not recognize.
1: Okay, that. I'm already crying thinking about it. <laughs> you want to know the last thing? Well, I've got two things to add to this. Okay. Um, Usually it's because of this, and it's not my problem that you chose to wear a sundress slash bathing suit cover up in the dead of winter. Try those Ooh. Uggs that you wear with your daisy dukes. How about those? <laughs>
0: you're so angry. I'm I gotta furious. tell you, you're not wrong. I will tell you that. I am constantly freezing, but you're <sighs> right. There's no need when it's cold out and you have no baby seal fat to keep you warm. No. You've got to bring a coat. You can't wear a spaghetti strap dress.
1: Or sit inside if you're so damn cold. Okay? <laughs> I mean, I have been places where it's 70 degrees and that heater's on. I'm like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> and I will cause a stink and I will embarrass you. And I will ask to be moved or I will ask them to wheel that bloody gas machine out of my general vicinity.
0: So, you don't even want, like, if I was at a restaurant next to you at a table and they put it behind me and you were at the other table, would that make you mad?
1: If I could feel it, it makes me furious. I'm still going to judge you whether I can feel it or not. Let that be fully known.
0: Well, okay. But if I can feel it, we're going to
1: have a problem.
0: Because of my attitude, uh, your judgment, we're definitely going to eyeball wrestle because at that point I'm like it's not near you. <laughs> I already have on a jacket. Do you want to know our eyeballs are going to rumble with some death stares. But you're not wrong about your initial point. Do you, you want to know
1: who deserves a heater? Who? Our friend and listener Jill from Montreal because I was talking with her earlier this morning on Instagram and she said it is in fact free. I said I hope you're staying warm. Okay, she lives in Montreal which is ice cold in winter. Quebec is in general, but Montreal is right on the St. Lawrence River. It gets real cold. Okay. She said it is in fact freezing today, minus 35 degrees Celsius with the wind. I'm doing my best to stay bundled up but I drive a delivery truck. So I'm in and out of clients all day and can't really wear a coat because then it's so too hard to carry stuff. So I just wear a million layers and hope for the best. No. Uh, She said, masks are way better at keeping your face warm than scarves. And I said, you are a badass. I know how cold winters are in Montreal and I am in awe of you. This, I'm going to show you a picture of her. Um, I love her so much. She put a strong arm emoji and said, I'm the only woman in my department, so I feel an obligation to our gender to be tough as nails. You Uh look at this badass woman out delivering packages in negative 35, and she ain't
0: asking for a heater. (laughs) I also just want to add, yes, definitely badass, but how cute was that picture?
1: So so cute cute. (laughs) i'm sorry but our listeners are badass all of you yes yes we don't know what half of you do and that's fine we're not trying to be nosy but we love getting to know you and we have people that work in hospitals we have teachers we have people who work in delivery we have people who work and run farms you Mm -hmm. are all badass okay And we truly are in awe of you. So the next time someone wants to complain that it's cold on their shoulders because pashminas are out of style, try working in subarctic temperatures.
0: I just feel like I watched an improv scene with you and Jamie Moyer. If you guys don't know who she is, look her up. She's one of the funniest ladies. We just adore her. And your fake voice. Sounded like Jamie was having a conversation (laughs) with you.
1: That's (laughs) hilarious.
0: Oh my God, that made me laugh.
1: (sighs) Sorry, I think I did channel Jamie and a little of Randy Macho Man Savage. I even (laughs) had to take my glasses off. They were fogging (laughs) up.
0: Yeah you got real into it you feel very very strongly about it i don't blame you because as intensely as you feel about it i channel that intensity into the number of thermal underwear i've bought this year <laughs> i bought 3 pairs of full onesie thermal underwear jammies and i uh, love
1: what them. are they made of cotton well i'm asking because there's like there's cotton ones i think there's fleece or flannel ones but also they're silk ones. And I remember being I like, oh, hair. how fancy. Apparently, those are the best for they keeping will. you insulated.
0: Absolutely. I got them. <laughs> yeah, only one. I got them when I worked <laughs> on a movie. <laughs> Ooh. The ladies. Just were like, yeah, take them. It's fine. Because they're basically underwear, you know. But they're silky pants. They're not Uh see-through. You could wear them as regular pants if you wanted, like leggings if you wanted. You can't see your underwear through them. But they are silky soft, like old school slips. Do you remember when we
1: used to wear
0: full slips with the lacy booby tops?
1: What do you mean, used to?
0: I know. Well, here's what happened. I have to (laughs) talk. I have a stock of them because I think they're sexy and then and then I have fantasies that I'm like, I'm going to put on some Ella and wear my slip and then spray myself with perfume and wear some beads and some feathers and um, seduce Dan Tipton in my silky thrifted slip. Like, that's the fantasy I always had in my head. And I guess it's still a fantasy in my head because it ain't ever happened. But... <laughs> but- uh- I went through a phase when I lost a bunch of weight. I was able to find those. And you can't uh-huh. find them like they. I'm going to sound like a grandma. I'm so sorry. They don't make them like this anymore.
1: They, excuse me. They absolutely don't. You that are correct. The
0: material that they make them out of now is scratchy.
1: It's. God awful. And that what? goes for every piece of lingerie from Fredericks of Hollywood that my friend received for her bridal shower 20 years ago. That's still sitting in a suitcase under her bed with the tag still on it. Oh. And Dana, I feel you so hard. I had to wear lingerie for something that I shot years ago. Okay. yeah. yeah. Now, I just want y'all to picture this. Um, I was the only person of size. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, I
0: know that feeling. (laughs) Okay. Every Um, time I work. Every time I work. (laughs) uh,
1: This was for a pilot uh, that never, for a show that never was made called Stripper Moms with some of the people from Reno 911. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And I was brought on to be the stripper who takes over. For one of the strippers who gets pregnant and has passed her time of being able to be on the pole.
0: Okay. Why am I telling you this? I yeah, why? Yeah, I want to know, yeah, wanna know why.
1: <laughs> Me, standing next to our friend Rebecca Stevens who oh. is a knockout, has an incredible yes. body, yes. is a beautiful woman, and she works oh. at it. She used to work at Barry's Boot Camp, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, she could put on a pair of dental floss and people would swoon. I was like, can I wear tights under these top pants that I got and this little thing and a little cover up? And (laughs) You guys, they provide your outfit and they made that clear. They're like, no, please send your sizes. You don't need to bring anything except yourself. I'm like, oh, I will be bringing the lingerie.
0: Oh, yeah, I always do. I spent
1: my own money and happily so. Thank you, Torrid. The Hot Topics for Plus Size Women. Right? Yes. I may or may not have almost bought Bella's birthday dress once until I saw the Twilight tag hanging off of it and realized I'm 46, not 16.
0: Well, I'm just going to blow your mind right now. My Baby Yoda panties. My Harry Potter panties. (laughs) My... (laughs) Wait, what's the last one? My Aladdin panties. And my oh, dress that, so that is the skeleton of a mermaid. Torrid, baby!
1: Okay.
0: So, bam!
1: Well, I kept it, even the stuff that I didn't end up wearing, because I bought stuff that all at least covered me, where I wouldn't have my sides or my boobs or anything else yeah. hanging out of. Sure. And I was like, hmm, I've never really bought it. Maybe I'll just keep this and wear it to be sexy. Yeah. Never happened. <laughs> Has never I, happened.
0: It's nice to know you have it.
1: Excuse me. I correct myself. <laughs> Hold on one darn minute.
0: Are you pulling up I, pictures? Because that's not necessary. What are you no, looking for? <laughs> no.
1: I repurposed the electric blue and black. Uh, What do you call it? I almost said bodice. Uh, bustier. Yeah. When wow. I went as Honey Boo Boo for Halloween one year.
0: Amazing. So this week, we Mm -hmm. are going to post for the listeners, so follow us on social media, (laughs) Uh, me dressed as Toke, which is the melting German man from Indiana Jones. (laughs) And Jessica
1: dressed as Honey Boo 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 -boo. in a bustier for Mm -hmm. a grown-ass adult. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Before we go to Dana's rant, I'm going to give a small interjection. This is also kismet and perfect timing. You need to follow us on social media because... When this drops, when you guys are listening to it, you will officially have one more day, the day that this episode comes out, to enter our first giveaway. giveaway. And y'all, I think some of y'all didn't read it proper, but we've got to be fair. I listed instructions. You need to like the post, which many of you did, but you need to also tag a friend and tell us which golden girl you most relate to. Now, some of you have done that and some of you have not. So we want to give you one last chance. How can you do that? You can find us at the Rants and Raves podcast. It is on both Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at raves underscore the. You can write us an email at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or go to our contact Contact button on the website www.theranceandraverspodcast.com Dana back to you rant number two
0: (laughs) so professional and you (laughs) tipped your hat to me they can't see that
1: they can't wow thank you you're welcome kind
0: lady (laughs) Uh, amazing okay well we wrapped up what we needed to with that Mm -hmm. I don't disagree with you Um, we might eyeball wrestle If you're mad that I have a heater behind me and you're a table away, but I do understand the feelings of "Er," because temperature is very important to people. I get
1: that. I'll bring a travel blanket.
0: I will. I bring a blanket (laughs) to the movies. I bring a blanket to the movies and oh, it's embarrassing. Well, if you don't want me to be cold and complain, just I
1: I think that's a good idea, but it would probably put me to sleep. Would I'd it? be too comfortable. Yes. I. Oh, I can oh, sleep on the air.
0: I love a movie blanket. Remember when we used to get to see movies? Remember?
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. My rant this week is when the two parts of the sliding lock, you know, the sliding locks on a public bathroom stall yes. when they don't <laughs> line up.
1: hello. How dark aggravating bit.
0: You messed up the most important thing about privacy in a public bathroom, and didn't bother to fix it because they don't. There are times you can walk into a public bathroom, and the, you can close the door, and if you wanted, you could spin the lock.
1: Hundred percent.
0: The whole piece of the <laughs> utility equipment, you could spin it like a spinner for twist Hanging by, by what one color quarter, you and land two. on. Yeah. <laughs> Not only does that not lock your door, also, it's just a peephole. How can it, a peeper resist it? Yes. It's just right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How am I going to hover over a toilet seat and simultaneously keep the door shut? Well, I'll tell you what. I don't. I can't. I Every time I try to do that, I get walked in on. And uh-huh. then what happens is.
1: <clears throat> pee on yourself.
0: I either get pee-pee everywhere, I fling myself against the door too hard out of, you know, it's a fight-or-flight instinct. Yes.
2: You're like, (laughs) oh, God. And
0: then I end up on my knees on the floor. Oh, no. Uh, Or I catch myself and launch myself back hard enough to hit the flusher with the middle of my spine. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And you know why I know these steps? Because it's happened more than once.
1: (laughs) Oh, I just felt you hitting your back. Oh,
0: God. And it's (sighs) like a ball of metal with Uh several, uh uh several uh nuts and screws and stuff that really just like get on every side of of your bones.
1: It's crazy.
0: Mm -hmm. But I was saying, it's funny. It's funny. My dad and I were talking about toilets yesterday. doors and privacy and i have no idea why so feel free to judge but um he i was saying in high school i remember that there was two years of my high school career there were two Mm -hmm. years i said was did you hear that Mm -hmm. okay well i corrected it because i heard it but see how my brain slips into homeland yeah and i said there was probably two years <laughs> cuz that's how I really talk y'all. Oh.
2: Um,
0: I just mask it most of the time. <laughs> there was there were two years in high school that none of our our bathrooms in this one building that I was in most of the day uh, had no doors. So what? you just all went in and pee'd in front of you guys and us girls started complaining about it and the guys said, "You guys had doors?" <laughs>
1: Wait a minute, no doors whatsoever. No.
0: Uh-uh. And no. they never even told us why. We were like, it's not like I guess there's drugs here. I mean, I went to a rougher, but not mm-hmm. like some not some like um what's his name wasn't there, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer wasn't there. It wasn't that kind of school.
1: <laughs> Dangerous minds. <laughs> yes. What about him?
0: Wasn't he in a movie about kids? How do I how do I
1: reach these kids? He was a math teacher. What? I don't remember.
0: I swear there was a movie with Edward James almost that where he was trained to help high school kids learn math. Maybe there was a South Park episode. Oh
1: my god!
0: Oh anyway, my god. the point is everybody deserves to have um, doors on their toilets. Yes, yes, they do. And in tandem with that there should be working locks okay thank you i'm trying to think about it's equally as aggravating for a man or a woman and in fact i think you know we have to go into a stall no matter what Mm -hmm. we don't have Mm -hmm. the urinal option so we're going in there no matter what but i think they usually only go in there if they have to go poops
1: right yeah
0: and who wants somebody accidentally walking in on your poops
1: Uh, nobody. Mm -mm.
0: There was one time a girl walked in on me like that and I had tried to do my lunch and launch thing. She was too fast. And it hit me like, um, vertical. The door hit me vertical on my face, right between my nose. And (laughs) and then it shocked me and I, my plan went out the window and she and I just stared at each other for way too long. (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh my god
0: i know this is a stupid rant i mean kind of but really if you break it down like i just did it's very important
1: also (laughs) i find it a lot a lot these days and i don't get it i'm like okay so an employee here didn't cause a stink because if i worked somewhere and noticed that I would demand that that be fixed, and that's not like, oh, we'll get to it down the road. It's like, no, you get someone to put that lock back on or to place it properly to begin with.
0: yeah, well, don't the uh don't the don't the employees usually have a separate bathroom
1: uh not in most places.
0: They don't no. oh, I haven't worked in retail. There's so I've... many
1: times where I have seen no. servers when when I see them with their apron, on, I'm like, go ahead. Like, they're waiting. Why
0: are they walking in there with their apron like, on?
1: You know what I mean? The little, not the cook's apron, like the little thing that holds your, well, back in the day, at least, where you had, like, your little receipt pad and your pen. Oh,
0: right, 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 right. Yeah, your card, credit card holder or whatever. Yes, yes, you yes, know yes, yes, Okay,
1: yeah. <sighs> Lock those <I> think doors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your breath tells me I think we're ready for a cleansing breath. <laughs> have a a couple of quasi lighthearted rants this
1: week. 100%. Please send us your heavy and hard rants for next week. (laughs) We just told you how. You know where to find us.
0: Send it heavy and hard,
1: she said. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs>
0: uh, I'm so juvenile. Okay. Yeah. We like to take a cleansing breath. What we do is we rant out the things we want to in the top, sometimes from our listeners, sometimes from Jessica and myself. But uh most of all, they're silly sometimes. Like mm-hmm. this week they were silly. Sometimes they're heavier. It doesn't matter, especially during this pandemic. We've all wanted a sense of normalcy. And sometimes Mm -hmm. ranting about the things we know are not the most important Mm -hmm. just gives us a sense of normalcy (laughs) and community because we can agree with one another most of the time. Mm -hmm. So now that we've done that, let's take a deep breath, blow out all of that uh, frustration, anxiety, whatever you got you're holding on to personally yourself right now. And then we'll fill up with laughter and fun stuff and rage for the rest of the show. Let's take a deep breath in. And. ah. Ooh, that felt nice. Lovely. I did have a a pretty stressful weekend. I think I needed that breath. We Mm -hmm. didn't talk about it at the top of the show. and, and And I won't say much. Um. <clears throat> because everyone seems okay at the moment, but um, my immediate family was tested positive for COVID. Um, they let everyone know. We know mm-hmm. how it happened, and it was very, very scary for my yes. you know older father who just had surgery two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I had a pretty intense weekend. Uh, that breath, I didn't do that all weekend, Jessica, and I can I'm tell.
1: Sure. Yep.
0: I can tell. Like, that breath actually hit me to the point that I'm talking about it at the moment.
1: (laughs) Right? Sometimes we don't realize it until someone Mm -hmm. tells you or you realize, like, okay, I just got to take a breath. And then you're like, whoa. I just
0: realized when we did that, oh, my God, I haven't taken Mm -hmm. a breath. You know, just relief of some sort all weekend. Um, interesting. Self revelation. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you were here for it.
1: <laughs> no. Um, all right. I'm very happy that her. your family is recovering.
0: Thank you very much. And on was, the
1: upswing, thank yeah, God.
0: Me too. Thank you, science, because there was a massive turnaround. And I know it's just because of my father being vaccinated, boosted.
1: Mm-hmm. He,
0: you know, he's very careful. So um
1: absolutely.
0: I, I am very grateful for that. Yeah felt nice to take that breath i've clearly been tensed up since then yep anyway all right you're up for corners first
1: all right y'all this is (laughs) excuse
0: me corner (laughs) you say that to me a lot because i'm ridiculous
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i was laughing because i'm like you know what this also could fit under kids are amazing corner. Oh, which this kid is amazing, but we usually tend to leave that for things that are extraordinary in a positive way. This is extraordinary Uh-oh. and maybe a not so welcomed way.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: New Jersey okay. toddler orders nearly $2,000 worth of furniture on Walmart website. Oh no. Mm-hmm. This is brought to us by NBC Los Angeles. (laughs) This is from Jen Maxfield. This happened two days ago. The screen-savvy New Jersey toddler somehow managed to order close to $2,000 worth of furniture online from Walmart. Meet 22-month-old Ayansh Kumar. He may still be in diapers, but he's already spending big online. It's really hard to believe that he has done this, but that's what happened, said his dad. The screen-savvy New Jersey toddler somehow managed to order close to $2,000 worth of furniture online from Walmart. His mother had created a cart on her phone, but never checked it out. When the furniture started being delivered this week, she asked her husband and two older children, who ordered this? I need one or two. Why would we need four, she said. (laughs) Some of the packages barely fit through the front door. Turns out, Little Ayanche was the one who bought accent chairs, flower stands, and other household items that his mother had just been looking at for their new home.
2: Oh, so he had just bought what week. she was looking at.
1: Well, you know, probably had like, you might also be interested in or yes. like recently viewed. And he yes. just added that to the cart and clicked checkout. Yes. Out. Maybe so, her payment was already linked.
0: Oh, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's out of control. It says he was able to close the calendar app, send an email to the reporter's mother, and then search through the contacts. What? Moving forward, we will put tough passcodes or face recognition so when he picks up the phone, he finds it in locked condition. Yeah. Mod yeah. and Madhu, the parents, are waiting are planning to wait until all of the boxes arrive and then drive them all back to their local Walmart to return them.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I
1: mean, you have
0: to. I don't care how old you think your kid is and you think, well, they're not going to know. You have to. And I'm saying that, remember, I told you this is the woman whose child when he was two or three, but all the seasons of Tom and Jerry.
1: Oh my the cartoon. Oh, so
0: <laughs> I now own every season of Tom and Jerry ever ever made.
1: Wait, Henry did that? Yes. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> we laughed because Dan was like, "Well, at least he has good taste."
1: <laughs> and he did. He
0: watched them nonstop. But right. I would, I probably wouldn't have spent seventy three ninety nine on Tom and Jerry.
2: <laughs> oh my god!
0: and it was a download you know it's movie
1: It well, is crazy we
0: own it and he bought it but when and I he guess was I'm six not months shocked. old when he was six months old he picked up my phone and I saw him scrolling by the time he yes. was two he had built his own queue in Netflix and I don't get don't, it they know what they're we're doing not on TV 24 7 either right like they just it they were born into it
1: it's wild yeah. And I see a very young child with a fo- – and they're just like – and they know how to go back I to things. Exactly I'm like, I'm sorry, you're three. What?
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I somebody was telling me – a friend of mine was telling me they had read something that it's actually like messing up kids maybe because – have you ever seen a kid – I've seen this. Henry did this. Try to – oh, maybe you told me that.
1: <clears throat> trying to but open the, up the – uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Trying to open up something in real life. Yeah. Yep. Like a pinch zoom. I know yes, people, I keep yes, doing yes. it as if our listeners can see me do <laughs> it. Like a, a pinch zoom, you know.
1: <laughs>
0: wow. Oh my god.
1: I mean Watch it's so phones, y'all.
0: it's so funny, but it's also a lot of work and frustrating, and they'll probably have to pay a restock fee on those larger items. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Are you ready for me? Yep. Yeah, ready for this. I have a little corner that I always love, and equally love the introduction. Would you like to introduce this corner this week?
1: Is it a weirdo of the week? It is. You're so very weird. Why must you bring your weirdness here? very emotional
0: welcome to weirdo of the week corner for us here on the rants and raves podcast this article comes from my fave oddity central Mm -hmm. guess who this was written by spooky yeah girl (laughs) (laughs) uh meet hoss the (laughs) world just don't give it should i give it away should i i do have to warn them no no. Don't warn? Okay. <laughs> An Ohio-based hairstylist has spent the last nine years of his life creating the world's largest hairball out of the cut hair of his clients. No. Mm-mm.
1: Been nice knowing you.
0: Steve Warden owns and operates a salon named Blockers in Cambridge, Ohio. Duly noted, will not be going there. <laughs> uh uh-uh. In 2013, after his youngest child went off to college, he embarked on a quest to break the Guinness World Record for the largest ball of human hair. And last month he did just that. Haas Why? I don't know. <laughs> Empty nest syndrome, but dear God, if that happens to me, you gotta come get me. Take me. Oh somewhere.
1: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Haas the hair ball weighs a whopping 102.12 kilograms, which uh is it kilograms? Mm -hmm. Oh, so American, which is 225.13 pounds.
1: I've already thrown up in my own mouth multiple times.
0: It makes it over 25 kilograms heavier than the previous title holder. And because lumps of human hair are constantly being added to (laughs) it, (laughs) Huss is expected to keep growing for many years to come, making it really hard to dethrone. Warden's four children had been begging him for years to make a ball of human hair large enough to be featured in a Ripley's Believe It or Not book. And in 2013, the hairstylist decided to finally do it. He started collecting cut hair of clients at his salon and even installed a chute in the floor connected to a trash can in the salon's basement. When he swept the cut hair on the floor, it went (laughs) went straight into his growing collection. Quote, when it came time to actually take all the hair. all the hair out that i saved and actually form it into a ball i went to the hardware store and bought several different types of glue steve warden told guinness i literally just put gloves on grabbed a bunch of hair and kind of formed it into a ball the first Um, ball was about the size of a baseball Ew! there's a picture (laughs) oh my god (coughs)
1: there's nothing okay about it and i would like to have the contact information for no i hate it so much get it out of my face i want to contact all four of his children with a cease and desist letter and possibly file a lawsuit (laughs) for what for being disgusting (laughs) i can't handle hair including my own once it is detached from the human body this- and even in those cases, sometimes I still don't like it.
0: It's, I don't like it. As time passed, <laughs> Haas the hairball grew larger. And One day in 2018, Warden finally contacted Ripley's about having the bizarre human hair collection displayed in their magazine, and they agreed. But this was only the beginning for Haas. In 2018, the giant ball of hair, human hair was put on display at Ripley's stand in Orlando Comic Con. Visitors were encouraged to add their own hair
1: Get out to of the town. growing
0: mass. And have it become a part of the display forever. The people, you know what? That's also stupid because somebody could just walk up there, grab a pinch of hair, and frame yep. you for a murder. That's just right. Saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, oh, my God. It became a theme everywhere. The hairball toured that people were putting their own hair in there. And the amount of donated. Oh, my God. There's a video. No. I can't. I am going to watch it later where I can gag openly. Um, I did it because of the love for my children. That's a weird way to show it. <laughs> and my future grandchildren. What? And just to show that, you know, if you have a crazy idea, don't worry about what people are thinking. Just do it. Now listen.
1: Uh, uh.
0: It did clearly give him and some other weirdos good time. You know, it's harmless. So I wouldn't say I would stop.
1: Harmless? Isn't it? How dare you?
0: Is it dangerous though, Jessica? It's a hairball.
1: I, I can't stop blinking my eyes. I, 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 this goes beyond the scope of what I'm capable of talking about. <laughs> There's nothing okay about it. Yes, and I hate are. Ripley's for well. having this be a category. You can put that right up there with people who grow the longest- Finger and toenails in the world I, know, I
0: don't like it either, but you can't blame Ripley's They just promised to show us all of it Oop, The Ripley's <sighs> dinosaur in Hollywood Has little heart headband on Right now for Valentine's Day
1: <laughs> okay. I can blame and them I, for having A phony shrunken know- head on display Okay? Because uh-huh. I don't believe that
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jessica You know that there's something worse Than this hairball
1: uh, the world's largest booger.
0: I have a friend, I'll leave names out, name redacted. Uh, in college, everyone in like their department or whatever, their group of friends or their department, I can't remember, uh, made a pillow out of their pubes.
1: We interrupt this broadcast to bring you to a place of normalcy. We will now cue a Zen meditation to help clear your minds from this filth.
2: (laughs) What? What is exactly right?
0: What? Well, remember those jackass movies where they glued somebody's pubes on somebody's face? Yes. What is wrong with people? I told you it could be worse. Head hair. Well, but head hair, do you know how much lice is living in that hairball? (laughs) Or do they eat the scalp? I don't know. It's also gross. I, I've left. I my know body. we
1: have.
0: I know we have some <laughs> listeners that listen to us in their cars on their lunch hour, and I just want to apologize. I hope you are not choking
1: on your chicken pesto wrap <laughs> as you listen to this drivel. Our deepest apology. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> I'm dying. Okay. <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> okay this is a rave that i came across that is based in san diego and it was started by a former nfl player john brockington and this is the john brockingtonfoundation.org the mission of the john brockington foundation is to create a culture in which organ donation is commonplace to provide financial and resource support for, these donate, for those donating, awaiting, and or receiving organs, and to promote health education to minority communities who are disproportionately represented on the transplant waiting list. Mm. Throughout my life, I've been blessed by opportunities to be able to reach my goals. Whether a national championship with my beloved Buckeyes or Rookie of the Year with the Green Bay Packers, I have been rewarded with great success. Certainly, my kidney transplant on October 28, 2001 can be added to the list. For me, as for and for other kidney recipients, it made the difference between a difficult life on dialysis and the normal life I now live. Since I left the Packers, no effort has been as satisfying and important to me as the work of my foundation. The ESPN piece above tells you how we became involved in the cause. Since 2002, we have been providing help and hope to those impacted by kidney disease. Our free screenings and classes educate, our food vouchers sustain patients on dialysis, and our donor registration drives drives, seek to reduce the weight for all organs. Join us in battling death on the transplant list, the health crisis our nation could virtually solve with a signature. Now... There's a lot to take in um, with this site, but I uh, suggest to people to take a look at this website and you can read all different things about it and about organ donation in general. I know there used to be like a weird stigma. Even I was taught this by some people as a kid like oh don't donate your organs and they don't try so hard to save you and all right that. it's such maloney not... business yeah and again i'm sure we've all seen uh this at some point in our life when you see like the family of a recipient meeting the family of somebody who passed away but whose organs whether it was their eyes uh their cornea their kidney a heart anything go on to somebody else and it is the most beautiful Beautiful. thing an incredible thing now i'm not trying to make anyone cry or get too emo here but it was also really hit home to me because of dana what your mother went through with her battle uh my father-in-law also um passed from severe kidney disease and complications of that and was on dialysis for years. I know someone uh, very close that is now on dialysis. And one of my friend's brothers just had to have a heart and a kidney transplant because he got so sick and was on so many medicines that it made his kidneys fail. Oh my gosh. So this is real. Uh, yeah. This is life-saving. Um, yeah. One of my co-workers received a kidney transplant from someone. She only has one kidney, but she got it from a living donor. That's also very possible. Um, yes.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, if you don't mind, I-, I would like to say that this is very close to my heart. Um, mm-hmm. we, You know, it was hard convincing my mom to try and sign up for the donor list. And then unfortunately we had someone in our life that offered and uh, then abused my sister, whatever. That's all mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody knows that my my sister was um, unfortunately uh, attacked a mm-hmm. uh, long, long time ago. This is all old news. But anyway, <laughs> you know, he said he would donate his kidney. Now, if you don't think for a holy second that all three of us girls checked to see if we could be donors. Right. And we could not, Mm -hmm. our, our, we did not match her blood type. Right. It was not even an option for us. Mm -hmm. And you know, I would have done everything in my power. There are a lot of people in that position. I've been, I've marked on my Mm -hmm. license since I was, since I got my driver's license that I would be an organ donor. Um, my mom, uh, we did eventually try to get her through the process of it, mm-hmm. and then by that point she was getting too ill and was rejected because there's not enough, right? And she getting them to the process of of applying to be on the list is so hard. All of yeah. it, like this is amazing. And then I I want to say, you know, it's it's <laughs> I've lost a lot of people the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, my sweet dear friend Jack Heitner, who passed from mm-hmm. cancer. Uh, this August, uh, somebody has his beautiful eyes. Oh. And I'm so happy for them. They're very lucky. Yep. It's wonderful.
1: It's an unbelievable gift and an incredible way to honor someone.
0: Absolutely. I really love that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. I I can't believe like, you know, this athlete, you think, oh, well, this is just attacking people who have kidney disease and maybe they didn't take care of themselves. Well, it's Uh not, that's not always the case.
1: No. Some people
0: are also in car accidents and need heart or lung. 100%. Like there's a lot of different reasons.
1: (laughs) People can catch pneumonia as mm-hmm. our friend did and yes. it's the way at your heart, your valve. heart valve. like there's so many things so again there's so many sites and things to do but if you are interested just in kind of learning a little bit about this mm-hmm. somebody who may be in need please check out the john foundation.org. and like i said they have all different sections on organ donation and things like that. But they also have an incredible list of resources. Um, And a lot of them are dealing with kidneys in particular. But please uh, check it out. And again, it may help you have something a little less daunting. All of this stuff can be so overwhelming. People are looking for help and where to start. And places like this, these kind of websites can help guide you to that.
0: Absolutely. I want to reinforce that because I think it's something that we get frustrated when we ask medical personnel or the people in charge of our health or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they give us the runaround. They don't know the answer, so they make one up or they don't have time because they're overwhelmed, you know, all of these things. And that is deadly, too, because people get frustrated, which is understandable. They don't feel well already and they don't know where to go. So they do nothing. Exactly. So, this is the kind of thing too if your family is never touched by a need like this, count your blessings. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you you're going to know someone that you might need to give that website to.
1: Yep.
0: At some point in your
1: Absolutely. life. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Jessica. For sure. I <clears throat> got a little weepy there. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Um my turn. My rave this week is Reach Out and Read. You can find them at reachoutandread.org. Reach Out and Read is a national nonprofit that champions the positive effects of reading daily and engaging in other language rich activities with young children. Reading together promotes healthy brain development, furthers language acquisition, and helps families build meaningful bonds. Our network of pediatric teams provides families at routine checkups with the knowledge and the tools they need to make reading a part of their daily routine. By integrating reading aloud into pediatric care, we reached 4.2 million children across the country, a quarter of whom come from low-income families. Together, we can make a reading a part of every child's life and help provide all young people with a foundation for success through their lives. I love this because, you know, we always had, remember when we were young, we Mm -hmm. had the, the what was it? It was purple and there were stars, book-a-thon, and when you read so many books, you got a pizza party. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I know what you're talking about. No, but seriously, my teacher made gumball machines, and every time we finished, uh, (gasps) You got a gumball? Gumball in the little Aww, made amount of construction paper, but it was so cute.
0: Oh, I loved that stuff I, because I loved reading. I mean, Same. I think we can all tell that I'm a uh, uh, voracious just
1: read. reader, <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> and I take little factoids that I remembered not everything about and I misinform everyone probably. <laughs> but anyway, I have always since I was itty bitsy, since I learned I, I learned to read early, mm-hmm. you know, because I was an only child for five years. And so I was reading when I was younger because my parents were in their very early twenties. They like <laughs> <laughs> they weren't like the parents of today who some people are like, I've been waiting for you for eight years and I want to spend every second with you. And also my mommy group makes me feel guilty if I'm not in your face
2: every second of the day. It wasn't
0: like that when we were young. Like uh-uh. my parents, I'm this is not a slam on my parents because I read a ton and I'm a great reader now, so I'm not mad about it. But like yep. my parents didn't read me night night stories. <laughs> Did yours?
1: You know what? I I have to say honestly, I don't remember it specifically I remember, I remember a lot of things and like rituals and things that we did yeah, but which means maybe reading. you didn't do it i yeah. learned how to read from watching electric company
0: oh i learned that a lot too sesame street electric company uh-huh. and then my mom did buy me from my preschool mm-hmm. uh it was one of the earliest like there was a pin that when you would touch the right answer it would glow Ooh. Ooh. and it was and it was a phonics it was a phonetics Oh that's but It cool. felt like a game. It was in this box sure. that was shaped like a castle and the little guy had an airplane that would go across the page oh, cool. cartoon, you know. And I loved it and it really did I think teach me to read very early. I really I loved
1: it. mean I think it's also been something that's come about in the last 20 years. Also, like in California, there's a campaign that I see billboards all the time and hear the commercial talk, read, sing. Yes. And it's for development, brain development, all before the age of five, how critical it is.
0: Yeah. I know that Henry's vocabulary has been Extended because of reading, or expanded. I mean, because of reading with us. You know, Uh, Kira reads Harry Potter with him. They, but when he was little, they read all of her childhood favorites. Mm -hmm. Got for him because she wanted to share them with him. So somebody is always reading with my kid. I love it. I think it has helped him tremendously.
1: Absolutely. And the
0: thing that I love when someone is not confident in their reading skills. Mm They have a hard time uh, expressing or exuding any sort of character, like character when they read. Do you know Mm -hmm, what I'm saying? mm -hmm, There's a term mm -hmm. for that, like acting it out almost. My kid, of course, I'm his mother, so you're probably not surprised, but he was very shy about this sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. now he very vividly acts out the story he reads. And like I have a video of him reading uh, The Night Before Christmas to my mama. The, her last christmas
1: how cute
0: and he's so animated when he oh, i it.
1: love it's that that's
0: so Jeez. precious but i think that animation also helps kids with social skills and i think that's one thing that it brought me i was such an avid reader but i was such a shy that's child cute. well when i finally figured out how to kind of get out of that i think mm-hmm. it helped me want to get out of my small town and explore i yep. think It brought me a confidence for, it was a skill for my career, chosen career path. We have to do a lot of cold reading and act it out as we're seeing it for the first time, you know, things like that. So anyway, basically what I'm saying is this is amazing. I really love that. Let me give you the website again. It is reachoutandread.org. If you go to the website, they have all kinds of, again, information and resources. Mm -hmm. Like one of the first things that comes up is preventing childhood toxic stress. American Academy of Pediatrics Policy Statement emphasizes Reach Out and Read's critical role. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of information here. They tell you how you can – they have parent resources, how you can help. Um, they have a new podcast, mm. Reach Out and Read. I didn't even notice that when I was glancing through here. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So you to their podcast, you can join the move, movement. 80% of a child's brain is formed between birth and age. You said that right?
1: Birth and what? What age?
0: Age three, sorry. <laughs>
1: Between <But, laughs> birth and age.
0: You guys. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. Age
1: three.
0: <laughs> three years. Yeah. Interesting.
1: I will give a little uh flex as far as reading with children.
0: Yes. Um,
1: I uh, have become a favorite, I think, with my friend's daughter reading The Gruffalo, which is such a freaking cute book. Yeah. And you better believe I gave a different voice to every one of the animals, and The Gruffalo has his own voice. And my friend said, great, Um, apparently my reading of The Gruffalo doesn't hold a candle to yours. Nope. Because my child is no longer interested in me
2: reading it. I believe that. I believe it! <laughs>
1: I'm like, I did go all out when I read that book with her multiple times.
0: I mean, it's rough when you have friends who are actors and stuff, because they can sell anything to your kid. And you're like, now my kid loves you and I can't get him to pay attention to me ever.
1: (laughs) And again, to all you parents out there, I fully recognize I get to come in and be the fun auntie. And then yeah. I get to leave.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> I don't have to deal with the meltdowns and no. the tantrums and the trip- <laughs> patience as a parent.
0: No, absolutely <laughs> not. Be
1: silly and say, Oh no, no, we don't do that. Do we?
0: <laughs> and then two seconds later, she's like, so cute. <laughs> Whereas you, if I get on even slightly be like, Hey bud, maybe not. Don't talk to me for an hour. Right. right? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> can I have some privacy please I mean yes <laughs> Oh, Sorry I'm your mom uh, This website also does have a map Where you can find reach out and read uh, They have a national presence So they're still growing You can mm-hmm. click on this and find a site near you um, They are the I'll, This is the last thing I'll say And then I'll tell you their website again We are the only national pediatric literacy model Endorsed by the American Academy of Pediatrics Oh wow so they have a lot of good relations with the uh, medical community and stuff too. And very you nice know, for, for brain development and things like that. Yep. Reach out and read.org.
1: I'll piggyback on this really quick with something we raved about in the past. It's an excellent time to look into and sign up for. I don't know what the qualifications are. So pardon. I don't think it's necessarily for everyone, but dolly parton's imagination library which you can sign up to get a free book for your child like every month until they're five i don't know if there has to be an income verification for that but if you know people who would qualify that's a great thing to suggest
0: jessica (laughs) ama i think that's our show
1: i think it is
0: less crazy or more crazy than
1: last week less way less really yeah
0: okay all right all right i'll accept that gratefully (laughs) i don't know Uh if i believe it but (laughs) (laughs) um jessica why don't you tell everybody one more time how to get a hold of us
1: again please if you don't already like us and follow us at the Rants and Raves podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. I'll give you another lesson in algorithms and how social media works in case you didn't already know. If you're like, I do follow you and you never post or I never see it. Well, uh, you ain't going to see it unless you like it. So, That's right. I have now been going to either people's personal pages like friends or businesses or figures that I like and follow and I've liked a couple of their posts to try to Get the algorithm to put that back in my feed. Because yeah. now, right. because I liked one art video, I get a million people from around the world suggested videos of like crappy five minute art hacks that I'm not interested in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to keep this succinct. At the Ransom Rapes Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Go on there, like us, follow us, like a post. And guess what, guys? Another reminder you've got one day one last chance to be entered in our giveaway this does apply to our international listeners we've got people in new zealand australia down under mate we've got people in canada take off eh, you hoser uh, wherever you are in the world please stop me from doing god awful accents and enter our giveaway i will happily happily pay the international shipping if you are the winner To get these cards to you. Okay. That is from our friend Amanda Blake. And her amazing collage art. And. You got to get these golden girls cards. They're so cute. The
0: sayings inside too are what I love. You know what?
1: I'm going to sweeten the pot. Hmm. We're going to have a second place winner. And. If you're the second place winner. You're going to receive. One of her RBG stickers the collage art that she did of rbg so i just threw that into the mix
0: whoa you're really heightening it today
1: (laughs) i have an rbg
0: this is how sad i've had this for oh gosh several months this used to be an RBG sticker on my phone and Ooh. I've completely worn it off. It's totally gone.
1: I will give you one because I have it from my Oh, order. you don't
0: have to. I have 250 RBG stickers oh. random that I ordered from
1: <laughs> Amazon. <Amazing>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like to buy sticker packs. It's really fun yes. you can mail them to people and stuff.
1: No, that is fun.
0: Yeah. Um that's really nice of you, Jessica. Wow. Well well what
1: <laughs> i mean i could keep it for myself but let's be honest again i'm trying to pay it forward
0: I will. and amanda blake it.
1: davis was so generous to tell i will me give to keep you it. some
0: of my 250 rbg stickers okay how about that
1: sound thank good thank you hello mm-hmm.
0: um we like to t- is there anything you're interested in or watching right now that you love
1: <sighs> ozark's back y'all oh man
0: you know i can't do that
1: show yeah well you would probably be I don't know what you would probably be. It does take place in. Uh, I know.
0: I probably Nucky wouldn't. Woods. I probably wouldn't be surprised, but I'd probably be angry. And I'm mm-hmm. so tired of. Well, I will say I I, I, I used to I, say I'm so tired of all the drug, like every every movie and show makes it look like where I came from is so horrible. There are beautiful parts of being there, but I have also said it's changing around there. And I think poverty and drugs have had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Uh, people are a lot meaner around there than they used to be. <laughs> it's interesting. So I don't watch it because of that. It, it creeps me out a little. It's too close to home.
1: <laughs> I, I totally get that. Well, I've been in love with Jason Bateman since he was on Silver Spoons. Ah! <laughs> but I'm also a huge fan of Laura Linney. I think yeah. she's incredible so in everything talented. I've seen her in.
2: And beautiful. She's, oh,
1: yeah. yeah. She's just So that's what I've been sinking my teeth into. I already binged the first four. Oh, God.
0: Nice. Yep. Good for you. I didn't really watch anything. I had a little bit of stressful weekend Mm -hmm. anyway, but my week was really busy, uh, so I didn't have a lot of free time to kind of do that. The Mm -hmm. only thing I did do is I did some virtual reality fishing. That was lovely. (laughs) And uh, I just lost my train of thought because I hear a plane coming. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, what was the other thing? Your I virtual
1: did? reality fishing,
0: and oh, and I listened to some podcasts. You know, because nice. I can do things. Yes, you know, while I'm listening to that. So, like our our friend uh, Danielle, she and I. At, just so you know, the Grey Rooms is back. I was behind, but I liked it that I came in late mm-hmm. in the season. I didn't realize they had come back yet because I got a lot of podcasts that roll up there. <laughs> <laughs> I um, so I got to binge like eight episodes. It's a real weird, dark
1: Ooh. podcast, but
0: it's very creative and fun. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. So anyway, that's all I was really up to.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. And then with all those winds, Jessica.
1: Jeez, it was so
0: windy that for two days uh, over the weekend we had like 30 mile an hour winds. Yes. I uh, zipped myself up in my little greenhouse and drank me some rose.
1: I love it. <laughs> I think it looked lovely and cozy. It was
0: so cozy. And it's a little yeah. bit warmer in there even because, you know, it's always freezing um, because it tries to trap that heat in yep. it. So it was lovely.
1: <laughs> I love it. It was that. like, oh, my
0: God, I have my own clubhouse for just me. You do. I have a chair in there. I don't know what that says about me. But I think
1: that's great.
0: Yeah. So that's basically what I did. What, I do like to leave everybody... I will leave you with some interesting facts because I saved instead of a point to ponder, because this I think is something we can ponder. I'm bringing back the uh, truth, true or false.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You okay with that? Mm-hmm. I, I, I picked a couple. This one I thought was real interesting. Might be controversial. I don't know. But the Red Scare wasn't so much about rooting out subversive communists as it was about weakening labor and desegregation movements and boy Uh. did it work the second red scare rose with the end of the world of world war ii and the beginning of the cold world what is i'm going to start that over The second Red Scare rose with the end of World War II and the beginning of the Cold War in 1947. Anyone that challenged the government's policies during this era were in danger of being labeled a communist, including labor union leaders and desegregation advocates. Even Martin Luther King Jr. was accused of being a communist for his civil rights demonstrations by former FBI director J. Edgar Hoover, which had a damning effect on King's influence while he was still alive. Hoover, former President Truman, and the infamous Senator Joseph McCarthy all jumped at labeling any kind of protest as a communist effort. It was a tactic to impede labor unions and the Equal Rights Movement led by Black Americans. And because it played on Americans' fear of communism at the time, it worked. Wow. Fascinating, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I say I use this as a point to ponder, even though it's a true and false, because maybe just want to think about those kinds of things right now in America. (laughs) And this is the one I'll end on because this is a little more fun and but also has a a very relevant point. Women get looser the more sex they have. What do you think, Jessica? More
1: sex or six. It sounds sex. like you said six.
0: I just have a lazy mouth. I had a, <laughs> I had a self-tape this morning that required a lot of very fine mouth skills, and my mouth is just tired.
1: <laughs> Hilarious.
0: That, they, um, that, that that's
1: horrifying. And yes, we've heard that for years. I
0: not guess we got. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, right Mm -hmm. okay besides being blatantly misogynistic this is totally false there is absolutely no evidence that sex causes a vagina to loosen up over time someone with a vagina having sex for the first time may cause a slight stretch in the hymen the thin membrane around the vagina which may make the vagina feel slightly more open okay that makes Mm -hmm. sense however this is totally normal and healthy During sexual arousal, the muscles of the vagina relax and will temporarily open up before, during, and after sex to help penetration, but will return to its usual shape. Also, every vagina is different. Mm -hmm. Parts of any body evolve as our age, weight, and health changes with time, not because someone's having more sex than you. Oh,
1: my God.
0: I can't believe that people think that, but they really do. I mean, listen, it never surprises me anymore that at large, uh, people don't know about right. female anatomy, about things to do with the female <laughs> body. I will never let go of. When they sent Sal, you know they said one thousand tampons, or was it a hundred? One hundred tampons. What? You know what I'm talking about, right? No. One hundred tampons. Will that be and will that be enough? You don't
1: know what I'm talking
0: about? No. Okay, guys. I'm going to play this for you because I'll never forget it. And Jessica says she doesn't know. Um, so I'll let you know. This is like a maybe a three-minute segment. You can say goodbye to us now if you want. We'll roll right into our outro <laughs> right after. But you got to hear this. Are you ready? We'll be back next week. I love you, Jessica.
1: I love you, too. Okay. Don't worry about
0: the-
2: to ever go to space, Sally Ride. Remember when NASA sent a woman to space for only six days and they gave her 100 tampons. 100 tampons. (laughs) And they asked, will that be enough? (laughs) Because they didn't know if that was enough. These are our nation's greatest minds. They are literally rocket scientists. They also tied the tampons together by the strings like sausages. One hundred tampons. One hundred tampons. I can picture it now. Come with me. It's Sally Ride, and I'm going to space for the first time. I'm walking tall, I feel so proud. Then I see a man running panic through the crowd. He's holding a large bag i think what can this be and then he hands 100 tampons to me and then he hands 100 tampons to me for one week they could have asked me
1: oh my god
0: i love it that woman's name is marsha belski i think she's a genius hey men don't make laws about my body when you don't understand it okay we'll be back next week
1: yeah
0: bye
1: bye, bye.